Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. I freaking love an afternoon iced coffee in my car. Driving, maybe I'm shopping, maybe like the kids are napping, but like either way, I'm basically alone in the car. Iced coffee in the car on a sunny day listening to a podcast. And Liz. My personality is being a Texas girl, and unfortunately I'm living in a Missouri world. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And today we are coming at you bright and early. It is literally like 7.40 when we're recording this, but we are gearing up to go to Austin this weekend, so we lose basically two days of work. So we, yeah. had to, we had to fit things in when we could fit them in, but we are nothing if not committed to the Carpool Podcast. Absolutely. For whatever reason, last week we thought we were leaving on Friday, not Thursday, and we very recently just found out we're leaving on Thursday, and now we're yeah like running around like a chicken without its head. And not just Thursday, but like Thursday morning. Like yeah. there's no work to be done Thursday. Like we've had to cancel meetings. Um, it's been a little hectic, but that's okay. We're really excited to go to Austin. So we're actually going to watch our sister, Sydney, have a regatta. So she like rose. Think about like those like skinny boats where there's like eight of them in there. Yeah. Like glide across the water. That's what she she does. She rose at SMU. And actually, this will be the first regatta I've ever gone to. I've never been to a regatta. She's been rowing since like a sophomore in high school. Yeah. I've but never been. To be fair, we were in college for those times. Okay. And then she's been in... The regattas are all over the country. Yeah. And they're not really fun. We watch her online. Yeah. But they're not really fun to go to because it's very much like a cross country meet where it's like, okay, you stand in a place and you see him for two seconds. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. Yeah. And they're just never conveniently located either. Like me and her both lived in Dallas for two years together. And I never like they never just like had a regatta in In Dallas. Dallas. No, they're all over the country. So So this one's not. So SMU's in Dallas. We're actually going to Austin to go to this regatta it's it's a it's a big one i think too i think it's like all the texas schools compete it should something. be fun what was crazy so and who's going is my parents uh my whole family so me tyler and both the kids and then elizabeth is maddie's not going no, maddie's, maddie's not, not going. going so it'll just be like a fun little fun little group yeah it sounded a lot more fun back when we originally booked it but <laughs> now like leaving on a thursday right after i came back from Fort Worth, Dallas um, on Sunday, I'm like overwhelmed. I know. You're in a little bit of a whirlwind right now. I am in a whirlwind, but I am going to my favorite state, so it's okay. You're such a Texas girl. Oh my gosh. Uh, Going back, so I went to Fort Worth this past weekend for the Turnpike Troubadours concert at Billy Bob's, which is like, if you don't know what Billy Bob's is, it's like a super famous honky tonk. And Fort Worth is just the most Texas city in Texas. It's like cowboy boots, cowboy hats everywhere, legitimate honky tonks. It's so much fun. And this is the first time I went back to Texas since moving in January. And man, I, I'm i finally feeling like myself again. <laughs> like you were really not yourself. You're getting your personality I'm back? I'm getting my personality back. Yeah. My personality is being a Texas girl, and unfortunately, I'm living in a Missouri world. I mean, you're literally drinking out of a Texas mug right now. Cal, I miss it. I miss it so much. Literally, the car mom is the only thing that brought me back here. Well, okay. And your sister, and your mom, and Maddie's parents, and Maddie's sisters, and family, and more affordable living costs, and four seasons, and your family's business. Well... Okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's what you were doing. You were just jet setting, going to concerts. Yeah. I have had a very interesting week, a more more stressful, if you will. Okay. Um, did have a touch of the stomach bug. Love that for me. Caught it from my kids. Um, it was just like a ten hour thing. So that's that on that. But it's always the worst ten hours oh, of no, your life. It was like I. It was second only to childbirth as far as like discomfort uh, and pain. It was. If there would have been an epidural option, I would have taken it. Like, it was... I'm not going to give any more details. It was Please not fun. I was know not the fun. details. Um, and then, so yesterday, so that I'm finally, like... I took off, like, basically half the morning on Monday. And then I felt better. And I hadn't puked in, like, over 24 hours. So I was like, okay, let's get... I have to film this Lexus tour. So we start filming this Lexus tour. It's fine. Like, I like the NX. It's called the NX450 H Plus F Sport Edition. Like, the wordiest thing you've ever heard. Anyway, I liked the car. I think it's a great compact hybrid SUV. We go to drive off after we finish filming. The battery is completely dead. 
that's a that's a first the first like I, the car it's a 2022 with 4,000 miles the battery is completely dead so I don't know if I like left it on for too long but like we our tour was only 40 minutes and like we normally leave cars on for around 40 minutes every time we film our tours I, I, I mean it, like I said it's just it's never happened before. and like it was the engine was running so at least you know what I'm saying like it's it's hard because it's a hybrid I think but I'm pretty sure like the engine was on the whole time not sure. I don't understand. Don't remember. But anyway, so our car completely died. I was shook to my core because like it's not my car and it's a very expensive car. Yeah. And now I'm in the middle of a park parking lot. Daycare pickup is in an hour and I have a dead car. We had no other car with us. So I'm like racking my brain with who to call. I finally end up calling one of my neighbors and he's like, yeah, no problem. Like I'll come right down and you're just two minutes from me. So he came down and he helped, tried to, um, or we had to jump the car. What was crazy about this car is the battery. And I guess this is true for all Lexus and Toyotas. Apparently the batteries are in the trunk. Okay. But the problem is the trunk's power. Oh my God. So the trunk wouldn't open. So we had to like go through the car Whose genius idea was that? I'm honestly not sure. They're just, and I just couldn't believe there wasn't an emergency way to open the trunk. So what we had to do was I had to take out both of my car seats, fold the bench down, pull out my stroller through the second row. Because you you knew it was loaded. It was completely loaded down. So pulled out my stroller through the second row. So at this point, I've taken out two car seats, taken out a stroller, open up the thing. I still could never find the emergency release. Apparently, I guess there is one, but it requires a screwdriver to get no, to it. No, that's not an emergency release. Elizabeth, then. I have no. It was just. It was so chaotic. I'm, I'm sorry. You need an emergency way to open a trunk for so many reasons. And what's crazy is, so you have emergency ways to open the door because the doors are also power. Yeah. We. You remember you hated the doors. I know I hated the doors. The car. I. Lo- I actually loved the car, and I feel so bad because like Lexus just can't win in my book. And this was the car I actually liked. And I the review I actually gave really good. Um, I gave a great review on it because I really do like it. And then that happened. And yeah. I was like, okay. So anyway, that was our eventful weeks. And now we leave um, in two days for Austin. Fun, fun. Yikes. So why don't we get started in this episode? Yeah, let's um, do it. And do what we're here to do, which is bring you riveting segments that are exciting and that, like always, will leave you quaking. I mean, my new segments, not to brag are top-notch okay great. I'm, like whoever says i'm not a journalist has obviously never listened to this I podcast i don't think anyone's ever said you're not a journalist well i don't think those words have actually left anyone's mouth before it's hard to say okay <laughs> <laughs> anyway let's um before we get to the millennial word of the day oh, yeah. i do want to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor of the episode of the carpool podcast you know them we love them Keen's stroller wagon Keen's stroller wagon they are the original stroller wagon you know they come in both a two or four passenger options depending on your family and your family's size they have a variety of models that have different features on them that are in different price points um and they are such a premium way to push your kids around like i am so into the stroller wagon life i think it is so versatile it is so great for like um, the wheels on the stroller wagon that I have are literally like so meaty, like they can go over truly any terrain. Like, I'm not going to lie, like our sidewalk and our subdivision is kind of ratchet, like there's bumps. Yeah. And like this one, we just we glide right over all terrain vehicle, truly all terrain. They are known for their quality, but they're also known for their value because they offer a lot of extras. They like to use the term fully loaded where the competition usually charges for the accessories Keen Stroller Wagon includes it all in the price of their stroller, which is a more transparent way to do it. Absolutely. And they've also been so generous to give the Carpool crew a great discount. Um, our code is CARPOOL. You can go to go to keens.us, K-E-E-N-Z.us, and use code CARPOOL to save $50 off any of their amazing wagons. Keens, thank you so much for sponsoring today's episode. Elizabeth, what is this millennial word of the day? So it is time for the Millennial Word of the Day, where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. And to be fully transparent with you all, I'm running out of Millennial Words of the Day. No. I'm just, I don't know if I'm on the wrong side of TikTok where the words are not coming or if Gen Z is just kind of slowing down with coming up with ridiculous new words. Either way, I do have one, but I think we're going to have to start moving to like emojis or emojis we could also do like gen z trends like what are they doing well yeah also i'm interested to see if a week uh weekend with sydney will will inspire us that's true actually actually i just saw sydney when i was in dallas and i will say the thing that she's saying right now is so true bestie she does always say that it was like getting annoying sydney is 
like she, when she finds a new word, she latches onto it. Oh, latches. And like, absolutely latches. She will repeat it nonstop. She said Maddie and I were at her house for probably 30 minutes and she probably said it 30 times. So true. Once bestie. a minute. I'm not even so true. So true. So true, bestie. So, so is that the word? Um, it's not, but oh, okay. it's just like because that's not really I mean, we all know what so true bestie means. No, but Sydney uses it um to talk about anything. Like Oh, anything. Like if I was like, Oh yeah, this Nespresso is kinda good, so true bestie. So true bestie. And like, also you and let the record show you don't have to be her bestie. It's just like literally anyone. Literally anyone. I it's maybe almost this, like maybe this is the word. It's almost like <laughs> she uses it um she uses it as like um what am I trying to say? So true, bestie. Like, oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Like, that's basically what she said. Okay. Well, I think I think this is our millennial word of the day, okay. actually, then. So thank goodness. Thank you, Sydney. So, so true, bestie. Um, we will try and use it throughout. It just means anytime you agree with someone or... On the most minor things. Again, you don't have to know them. They don't have to be your bestie. Uh, we'll see if we can work this in. It's just like anytime like a conversation kind of ends too, she just is kind of like when you're like, all right, well, sounds good. She'll just be like, all right, so true, bestie. Like it's just it's anytime. It's like a salutation goodbye. It, it it's really could be anything. So, so interesting. So true, bestie. <laughs> what was the other word? I'm so curious. Or do you um, want to save it? I want to save it. I hate Cal. I got to make them last. OK. <laughs> okay. So, tr- so, so true, bestie. <laughs> Wait, why would that be cute on a T-shirt? I don't know what it actually really was. So true, bestie. So true, okay. bestie. That's awesome. So today, um, we are going to do a really exciting grade eight. I'm actually super... I haven't been this excited about a grade eight since probably cocktail vibes because we are doing coffee vibes. Coffee vibes. Your girls love cocktails and love coffee and we love to drink water and kombucha in between. But like, I love coffee. I love coffee vibes. And I feel like there are so many... And we today are going to do the great eight. If you don't know what the great eight is, it's when we choose eight things in a category and then we debate those eight things to determine a winner. And to get us in the mood, I did make us both some delicious lattes, I guess you would call them, from my Nespresso, which is what I got for my bridal shower and easily like the best gift I've ever received. It's really good. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know what I feel like you're not you don't like it. No, I do like it. What creamer did you put in it? I did almond milk and an almond milk creamer. I think that's what I don't like. Oh, see, I like it. Well, also, like, I just try not. I got I got I got issues. So I got to have that (laughs) almond milk, you know. So true, bestie. So true, bestie. Okay, so anyway, let's start off with determining what our great eight of coffee vibes are going to be. And then we'll start debating them. And I did ask on the carpool Instagram. So I will be pulling some from there just for the record. And the vibes, so we're going to give a vibe and then, like, the coffee and then, like, when to enjoy it is the vibe, correct? Yeah, I think so. Okay. We'll just see what happens. Okay. Great. Let's determine our eight pretty quickly and then we can do more deep dives when we start debating them. Okay. Do you want to start? Um, no, you can start. Okay. Well, I do think that an obvious one is um, just, doesn't matter what kind of coffee, any coffee that's just brought to you in bed. And that's it. Just someone brought it to you and I, I, you just get to lay there in bed and enjoy it. Yeah, I think just to get a little more specific, like it's coffee in bed in the morning that you did not have to get. Like that's the vibe. You. No, I, I see. Brought to you. And if you have kids before children are up. There you go. And like preferably like a little rain, either like a little rain oh, or yeah. sun peeking through the window. Either one. Or snow. <gasps> we'll just leave it with optimal weather. With optimal weather out the window. Okay, mine is going to be, I freaking love an afternoon iced coffee in my car. Okay. Like driving, maybe I'm shopping, maybe like the kids are napping. But like either way, I'm basically alone in the car. So either the kids are sleeping or I don't have them. Iced coffee in the car on a sunny day listening to a podcast. I love it. That's mine. I'm going to say the first seasonal Starbucks of the season. Yes. So whether it's your first PSL, your first peppermint mocha, the weather, again, is optimal. It's either a beautiful fall day or it's a beautiful winter day, and you're having the first seasonal Star- yeah, like, Starbucks drinks. The cups have freshly changed. Yes. But just to be clear, like, you can't – it's not the first pumpkin spice latte on an 80-degree 80 de- 80 
no. October day, like it's a the first time where it feels a little crisp. It smells like fall and you get a PSL. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think my next one is going to be, it's kind of niche, but um, that's, I feel like, some of the best ones. Uh-huh. But just pot coffee from a Waffle House hungover with a breakfast. Maybe not a Waffle mm. House, but just like pot a coffee. Diner. Pot I coffee love, at a diner. I love pot coffee at a diner. That's actually like a huge mood. And you drink like five of them. Literally. Because it just keeps. And then you're also flowing. like you have the coffee and then you also have orange juice, a diet coke and a water. Yeah. Just like all the things. Yeah. And you got like the classic American breakfast on the way. Yes. The eggs, the bacon. It is that pot coffee. It is a pot coffee. With those like white ceramic mugs. Oh, yeah. And just like the little hazelnut And creamers. Cheryl just keeps coming around. Oh, topping yeah. you off. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm going to give a nod to our uh, cocktail vibes, grade eight, because I oh, yeah. do think an espresso martini with a with a cheeky side of gossip could also. Oh, let's add her back. Let's add her back. She actually won the cocktail vibe, so we'll see how she does in the coffee. Wait, vibes. I thought it was a dirty martini. It was an es- oh. It was a dirty martini with a cheeky side of gossip. An espresso martini after like a nice meal. Okay, that's what it was. Is that? But what what do you want it to be? Well, I think after a meal with a cheeky side of gossip. After a meal with a cheeky side of gossip. Okay, I'm going to go off of that, but slightly change it. I'm going to say like a decaf coffee after a steak dinner while you're having dessert. So like maybe you're an espresso martini girly. Maybe you're a decaf coffee girly after a long dinner. But that's what I'm going to add. You're adding it. That's not your next one. No, that's my next one. I feel like that's the same. Uh, 100% not. Uh, An espresso martini... And a decaf coffee with like a biscotti at a nice restaurant are two. I don't see how you're not seeing this. Do I get one more? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say it's like you are on. It's the summertime. You are on a vacation at a lake, and you the only like you're in a cabin, and the only coffee they have is again like a pot coffee, yeah, or something random. And you make yourself just like a cheap coffee, sit out on the deck, and like watch the world come alive if, from like a cabin. Like, like you're looking so at a so specific, so so specific. I'm but we've say, been there. I'm gonna say pot coffee on a deck around water in a cabin. There you go. Does that yeah in the morning? That's exactly that kind of correct. Um. Yeah, I have been there. Like the smell of the lake. Mm-hmm. Or it could also just be like any vacation. Like if you're it in, could be any vacation. Like an RV. But it's not like a beach vacation. Like it's specifically like more of like a wilderness mountain vacation. But again, if you maybe you got a coffee to go and you were like sitting on the beach and like drinking your coffee. Like it's just like that dew, like the fresh dew is out. Like the, it's so quiet. And like normally it's really loud because no one's up yet. Like you just have coffee. So specific. Okay, my final one to run out the great eight of coffee vibes is I'm going to say a fabulous Instagramly aesthetic latte slash cappuccino at brunch with girlies. Yeah, for sure. I know so many of our coffee vibes were like horrible coffee, but great. <laughs> but I don't want, but like I, if I had the option between like a perfectly curated latte and the pot coffee at the diner, like, no, I want the pot coffee. Yeah, well, I'm not ordering the cappuccino that I can probably get at the diner. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. We'll get We're there. jumping Okay, so let's, let me review our grade eight of coffee vibes and then we'll start debating. Coffee in bed in the morning brought to you before your kids wake up with optimal weather outside the window. Iced coffee in a car listening to a podcast on a sunny afternoon. The first seasonal drink on an optimal weather day. Pot coffee at a diner with a big American breakfast on the way. An espresso martini after a meal with a cheeky side of gossip. A decaf coffee after a big dinner with a biscotti. Pot coffee on a deck around the water in a cabin in the morning. Mm-hmm. A Instagrammable latte at brunch with the girlies. Love it. I'm obsessed. This I know. Is gonna these be, all, this, this is, is going to be, be really hard. hard because so I do what are all we of basing these. it off of? Because one has to go. So like, so, in, okay. so like in your life, it's like, hey, you can never enjoy that coffee again. Because oh, we so do. Sad. I know it is sad. But like but the thing is, we do all of these. Yeah. Okay. And coffee is always best enjoyed with, we like to call it coffee talk, which is like if it's a holiday or or we're all staying at um, vacation together, we all wake up early, get our coffee and just sit around and talk. So you also have to assume these are all met with coffee talk as well. Oh, and with people you love. No, 100%. Yeah. Okay. So let's get started. Ready? Yeah. 
It's, it's kind of hard to match them up, but let's do iced coffee in a car, listening to a podcast on a sunny afternoon mm-hmm. versus, it's hard, Elizabeth, pot coffee at a diner with an American <gasps> breakfast on the way. One has to go. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, honestly. I mean, I don't, I, I think it's obvious for me. I don't think we're going to be on the no, same I think we are. Thing. Okay, one, two, three. Diner. Pot coffee at a diner. At a diner. Yeah. Um, because if I'm hungover at a diner, like, I have to have that. I can yeah. replace my afternoon. Well, I like that afternoon latte. That can be replaced with other forms of caffeine. Yeah. Nothing else can be replaced at a diner. I, I would agree. And mm. that always hits. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want an iced coffee right now. I want like a Celsius or I want something else. Yeah. Okay. Um, next, let's do... The first seasonal drink. So for for me, it's probably a PSL on an October day, wearing a new sweater I got from Target. Yeah. It's 55 degrees. Yeah. It like randomly smells like hay for no reason. Smells like hay for no reason. I'm making a pot of chili tonight. Oh my gosh. That, that pumpkin oh spice gosh. latte versus just the best little cup of decaf coffee after a big pasta dinner with a little biscotti. Everyone's kind of, hey, what can I get you a coffee? They're like, yeah, I'll take a decaf. It's a Thursday night. You're chilling. Okay. It's obviously the seasonal drink. It's the seasonal yeah, drink. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But you don't know unless you know. Exactly. And that's that's what we're here to find what out. What is? There's no seasonal drink for summer. No. I guess some people make the switch to iced coffee. Yeah. In summer. I... I like iced and hot coffee almost the same. I don't, mm-hmm. I could not tell you which one I'd rather. If I could only have one the rest of my life, I don't know which one I would do. It solely depends on how I wake up that morning. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the weather. Yeah. Okay. Next, we have, let's do an espresso martini after a meal with a cheeky side of gossip versus an Instagrammable cappuccino with like a little leafy design at a brunch with the girlies. No, this is good because like the girlies are involved. The girlies are involved in both. No, for sure. Um, I think I know the answer for me pretty much right off the bat. Um, but you think an espresso martini? Yeah, I know you're such an espresso martini person. I just think like there's you know other what? martinis to get, Elizabeth. Where it's like if you're going out to brunch and it's like there's a barista named like Gabriel and like he makes the best like leafy looking cappuccinos. Like you're gonna pass. That's where I'm not understanding yeah, your logic. Yeah, but like I'm like brunch. Normally brunch, I've already had my cup of coffee. So now I'm like ready for the mimosa or the Bloody Mary. And I'm not always certain that a brunch I'm actually ordering coffee because it's brunch. It's 1130. I've had a co- I've had two coffees. Hmm. You know, this is tough. Mm-hmm. Do we need to call on a tiebreaker? We might. Who should we call? You want to call mom? Yeah. I'm like, who will answer right now? It's so early. I just feel like I would get something. I could get something else besides an espresso martini. Can they make decaf espresso martinis? That's the question. I um, can't handle coffee probably. in the evening like that. Yeah, but you have to also. Well, OK, let me let's call mom. Hello. Hi, mom. We're recording our podcast and we need you to be the tiebreaker for the great eight. I'd love to. OK, so the. The the great eight is coffee vibes, so it's like which of these vibes hits more? It's like the cocktail vibes one that we did, but it's I with coffee. Like so. I think you are too, mom. You are, and that's why we call. That's why we called you. So the the tiebreaker is between. Do you want to read them, Cal? The tiebreaker is an espresso martini after a meal with a cheeky side of gossip, <laughs> versus. An Instagrammable latte with a leaf art at brunch with the girlies. Ooh, golly. <laughs> I know. We're asking the tough questions. So true, Bestie. So true, Bestie. Oh, I just feel like they don't even, they shouldn't compete. You should have, in the best world, you should have both. In my, in my you do, but in this made up world, we only get one. So, yeah. okay. So it's coffee vibes. Yeah. One has to go. One you can never have again. I'm going to be a purist and I'm going to say an espresso martini is not as coffee as an actual coffee with a beautiful artwork at brunch. That's a a fair point. Thank you, mom. Thanks, mom. We'll call you if we have any more if we have any more uh, hard questions. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Okay. Sorry, Liz. That's okay. Hey, and you know what? She made a very fair point. No, she did. So. 
Okay, the very last uh, head-to-head in this round is coffee in bed in the morning brought to you by somebody before your kids get up with optimal weather out the window versus pot coffee on a deck on vacation around the water in a cabin in the morning. Both morning, so I think it's just, do you want to have that in bed at home Mm. or do you want to have it on vacation? So I think my first thoughts right off the bat are... If I'm doing the vacation one, then I know like I also have like such a fun day ahead of me that I get to like start thinking about too. For sure. But you could also argue you already have a lot going for you. You're on vacation. <laughs> Another Tuesday at my house. Like, no, you don't understand what coffee in bed brought to me would do for, for a Tuesday. And I'm also not a mother, so I don't even feel like I can like fully grasp what coffee in bed is because sometimes I like get coffee in bed and I'm like, okay, but now I'm like, I want to get going with my day. Um. Yeah, I think... We need to do coffee in bed. Okay. That's I, I do. I, I know the lake one. I've been there. I, think, I am there. I think the cabin one genuinely could have like gone all the way for me, but that's okay. Yeah, but also that means like you'd only get coffee like no, a few times Kelly, a year. That's <laughs> not what this means. That is ridiculous. Because otherwise the answer is going to be coffee in bed every... That's going to be the winner because then you have coffee in bed every day. I don't know. Okay, ready for our final four? Yeah. Coffee in bed, first seasonal drink, pot coffee at a diner, brunch with the girlies. Okay. Okay, let's do this head to head. Let's first do brunch with the girlies versus pot coffee at a diner. You're at a restaurant either way. Yeah, so if I'm, yeah, it's pot coffee. At a diner? At a diner. I, I honestly think you're right. Because actually. No, because now at brunch with the girlies, get something else, get a mimosa, get a Diet Coke, get an iced tea. And get your pot coffee on the side, you're at a restaurant. You're so true. Mm. In a ceramic mug. Oh, I just love that I pot know, coffee. And it's like th- like the ceramic mug is like so thick. Like so unbelievably thick. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Pot coffee at a diner is moving on. Next. This is going to be a tough one, Elizabeth. Okay. First seasonal drink versus coffee in bed. Mm. I agree. Which one just hits harder? Well, in a perfect scenario, I'm actually being brought a seasonal Seasonal starbucks drink in bed yeah no for sure so i think for me um what hits not not you can only have one one i know i know i know i think like it's coffee in bed but like i'm also at a point in my life where like that's such a rare occurrence for me so like i would rather have that because i never get that Whereas, like, no offense, like, I could almost go get a seasonal drink, like, during the workday without my kids. But, like, to have coffee in bed is truly a treat. So, I'm going to say coffee in bed. Mm, okay. Do we need to call mom back again? Well, here's the thing is, like, I feel like I am not relating to the coffee in bed in the same way that you are because I, like, don't. Like, I can lay in bed for as long as I want. Yeah. Like, any day and of the week. I would like so, you to acknowledge the space that you're in. No, I and Kelly and I do but I just um I I don't know so I mean I like here's the thing is the last round I was like okay sure we can let it go on to the next round but like I can't just like let this one keep going and then be the winner just because that's what you prefer like it has to be what I prefer as well otherwise that's not the grade eight no, I gotcha. I agree. So, so you would you would rather do a first seasonal drink? Yeah, I mean, then can you just paint me the picture? Like, can, well, you, just, exact, can you sell me on no, it a little bit? Kel, you sold me on it the first time, which <laughs> is why I'm here. It's like the sweater. It's October. It smells like hay. Like it's a little chilly, and it's a PSL. Yeah, but I don't know. This is hard. It's super hard. So I'm fine. I'm fine to do seasonal drink. No, it's okay. We can do coffee. No, in bed. no, no. Let's do seasonal no, drink. Let's do coffee in bed. I insist. <laughs> well, we're gonna do seasonal. Let's drink. combine them and do seasonal drink. Oh, no, in bed. let's let's combine them. Yeah. Okay. Seasonal drink in bed. This is our show. We can do literally whatever we want. So true, Bessie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then it's between seasonal drink in bed versus pot coffee at a diner. Which pot coffee at the diner? Talk about a Cinderella story. <laughs> I mean, Kel, there's nothing like it. Uh, seasonal drink in bed is obviously gonna do it for me yeah but 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 let the record show let the record show pot coffee at a diner like goes very far still very still to this it's not a landslide of a winner no i i agree no coffee in bed is not a landslide i don't think anyone else could have beat 
pot coffee at a diner except for coffee in bed. Well, it's because no, what seasonal coffee because we combine them. I know, last picture minute. this. Picture the seasonal coffee ready. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas morning. Yeah. Your husband wakes up early. Yeah. He goes, he makes you a homemade peppermint mocha. Mm-hmm. Somehow he figures it out because I think oh, Starbucks is closed. Yeah. He brings it to you. The kids are asleep. It's Christmas morning. That's Max. Okay, that was such a fun grade eight. That was a fun Hopefully one. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the grade eight. We have a lot of fun with them. Um, let us know over at the Carpool Instagram what you thought of our picks. And if we left anything out, let us know. I almost feel like I could do eight more. I'm not being dramatic. Because, no, for sure. Because like, well, I, I won't go there. Well, it's not. There's okay. just so many. So, truly. All right. I think it's time for our Ditch the drive through where we give you a fun recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut. We say we're working on it. It's never going to change because we don't have the headspace. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, anyway, yes, Ditch the drive through. I'm really excited about today's Ditch the drive through. It is specific and it does require a Trader Joe's, but what I want you to know about what we're going to be recommending, they're freezer friendly. So yeah. go to a Trader Joe's and I feel for you, the closest Trader Joe's to my house is about 40 minutes. Like it's not in my daily, even my weekly, almost not even my monthly commute. But when I go, I stock up and here is what I get from Trader Joe's. And it is clutch for a Ditch the drive through. I actually just saw a TikTok of a girl going to a Trader Joe's that's two hours away from her house and she brought a cooler. That's and that's genius. Is yeah, what that is. That's what you have to do. But OK, so Trader Joe's freezer aisle. What are we getting, Kel? OK, so this is a Chris Suntrup. Well, it started off as a Chris Suntrup specialty and then I've kind of DIY'd it a little bit. So they sell vegetable fried rice. They also sell chicken fried rice. I don't like the chicken as much. Get the vegetable fried rice. It takes five minutes to eat up in a skillet. It tastes just as good as Panda Express and so much better for you. Mm-hmm. The The key to making it good is a little ingredient we like to call sesame oil. Sesame oil is like this toasted sesame seed thing. Like once you taste it, it tastes very Asian inspired if you've never had it before. What's important to note about sesame oil is it uh, it it doesn't have like a high uh, burn temperature. So like it's not made. It's more of like a topping oil. Like mm. it's not you can't saute in sesame oil. So you put a little olive oil down in the skillet. You dump the bag of fried rice. You start like, you know, unfreezing it. I like to add some more things to kind of like make the meal go a little further. So sometimes I'll just add like frozen cauliflower rice. Ooh. I'll add um, frozen broccoli and just any other like frozen semi Asian inspired things that I have to just make the rice last a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. So you heat it up. Then I add some sesame oil, some soy sauce. You have delicious. Oh, sometimes I even crack an extra egg in there. Ooh. Just crack the egg. You yeah. can just crack an egg raw while it's cooking. It'll it'll cook. It really combines everything nicely. Freaking makes the best fried rice ever. Then you could go a lot of ways with this. You could get a rotisserie chicken. Or if you're really just like craving the drive-thru, like if you really want Panda Express, their orange chicken is... The jo- Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's orange frozen chicken. Frozen orange chicken. I actually made it last night for dinner. It, it's just as good as Panda Express. It's such a good thing to just have on hand because sometimes when you are trying to ditch the drive-thru and you go and see what you can make up none of it looks good you're like okay sure i could make this but like that doesn't look good no for sure you're telling me orange chicken doesn't always hit it always hits so it's like it goes from being a i have nothing to eat i have to ditch the drive-thru i have to lower my standards to i just upped the game and made something way better no so true, bestie. So that's kind of the meal in itself. If you want to get some other things from Trader Joe's, some of like my favorite freezer section things, I think I could just share with the class. Um, their little pot stickers or the goizas, delicious. Goiza, so good. Delicious. Also keep them on hand. So then you have that. You have some goizas. You have a delicious, delicious dinner that truly feels like the drive-thru. Like Tyler. Their sweet and sour sauce is really good. I get yes. that any of their freezer aisle Goizas or egg rolls or anything really Asian inspired. I've had it I all. think it's so it's good from there. So good. Um, oh, another really good thing are their soup filled dumplings. Yes. So like I love their chicken noodle soup filled dumplings. Put a little sriracha in them. I mean, it's kind of like a one person meal, but. But get two of them then. But yeah, it's so good. And it's I a very think, good sick meal too. And I just think what's, again, what I want to note is I know that's not always the most convenient, but like when you go just. I'm telling you, stock up on them. And also, it's pretty affordable. Like, all things considered, Trader Joe's is Trader, Trader Joe's is cheap. It's not expensive. It's nothing compared to some of the, like, grocery stores. Like, no, the Schnucks or a lot or of the times it's cheaper than the average. Like, 
Maddie wouldn't like to go there because he'd be like, oh, this is an expensive place, is it? I'm like, I know it gives that vibe, but it's actually not. No, it's not. So Trader Joe's fried rice. So here's a question about Trader Joe's. Why is it that I'm sure that actual Panda Express or P.F. Chang's probably makes a freezer section orange chicken? But to me, I'm like, ew, that's unhealthy. But because it's from Trader Joe's, I'm like, it's healthy. I think it's the branding. What have they done to make me think that everything well, there's like organic is, when they never said that? Well, what's interesting is there's like a study. I'll have to look it up. Maybe I'll try to find it for the next podcast. Um, you know how Trader Joe's has freezer bins instead of like shelves? Yeah. There's something about that that like makes your mindset like since you don't have to open up a door. Yeah. It like makes it feel like more boutique and better and easier and more obtainable because like you walk mm. through these freezer drawers and you're more likely to pick up more things, I guess, than like opening up. Yeah. And you can door. see everything better because sometimes those doors get a little frosty. Yeah. I mean, I just I, I would never pick up the frozen orange chicken from the average grocery store. I would never do it. Yeah. Yet it's a staple from Trader Joe's for me. And I just don't well, understand I just the Trader science Joe's is a little more it. of a health food based store. I'm not sure it is, Cal. Oh, no. Well, we'll see. Regardless, it's delicious. It totally helps you ditch the drive through. And it's it's healthier than truly Panda Express. And I have only three words to say to that. Huh. So true, bestie. Literally. And if you guys want to leave your own dish that are after, you can call us at 959-CARPOOL. That's 959-CARPOOL. We have so many. We need to we need to do some do them next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll do some more next week. We just like had to bring this one to the table because Elizabeth had just had it. I just had it. And we had to remind you all that. Get to a Trader Joe's and get stocked up. Oh, and also buy the ranch seasoning that I oh, that I with yes, my yes, carrots yes. and stuff. I can't stop saying so true, bestie. Like I almost I wanted to say it there too, but I was like, that's so annoying. I know. Okay, are you ready for industry news? Yes. Industry news, like always, will leave you quaking. I have um two mom related things and then I have two and a half automotive related things. Two and what, a half. I always bring two and a half. Okay. What would you like? Um, first can i do like an automotive yeah for sure mom automotive half yeah okay who's in first automotive automotive okay i'm glad you said that this article is actually from january 17th but it's starting to come across my desk more and more so i just wanted to talk to talk about it mm-hmm. have you ever heard of gm's car bravo no okay car bravo is general motors take on carvana and carmax General Motors is trying to fend off the competitors with Car Bravo, an online news vehicle platform it plans to launch this spring. Dealers will be able to offer GM and non-GM vehicles on the site, and GM will list the company-owned vehicles and lease return that, that, that dealers don't purchase. Dealers' used vehicle business has become more important over the past year with, as the global microchip shortage disrupted the new vehicle production. With Car Bravo, GM aims to boost used vehicle sales in the face of the increasing competition. Car Bravo can ensure that GM vehicles are kept in-house rather than sent to auctions where used car, ve- where used car vehicle retailers such as Carvana and CarMax often purchase them. Oh. The announcement comes about a year after Ford Motor Co. started their used vehicle platform called Ford Blue Advantage. So basically... Instead of like dealerships sending. So if there's a car that we get on our lot and we don't want it, we don't think we'll be able to retail it. We don't have the market for it. Like a great example would be if we get in a rear wheel drive SUV. Those don't really do very well in Missouri because we have not optimal weather. So we may send that to auction where mm-hmm. we would get more for it. Yeah. Especially because like these um, Carvana, Room, and CarMax, like that's where they get all of their cars is from auctions. So instead of them sending it there, GM is, would tell their dealers, hey, let's send it to Car Bravo so we can keep our vehicles in-house and not let Carvana, CarMax, and Vroom get these vehicles. Interesting. Um, as you know, it's I'm I shouldn't say it's my life's mission, but I'm very passionate about like not letting family-owned dealerships go out of business mm-hmm. and stay relevant, which is why I like am so passionate about not only empowering you guys to go car shopping, but also teaching the dealerships and partnering with the dealerships on how to get up to date in the 21st century and, right. you know, do the bare minimum. So I think this is pretty interesting. Um, and I also got an email from Car Bravo and they want to talk to us. Ooh. I know. T. I thought so, too. So just something to think about. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I guess I just like, I guess I don't fully understand the concept. I mean, I I understand that it's trying to prevent Carvana and like those other companies from getting the cars. But like, what does that do for the consumer? 
Or is um, that just it? Well, I, yeah, I think for the consumer, I don't think it really would. I guess the only benefit would be like, I think it's a little unclear like where these cars would be stored, but I would feel better about like a GM dealership working on a GM car, especially from like, oh, a mechanic yeah. standpoint. Because I feel like one of my biggest issues with Carvana and CarMax, and I'm being completely unbiased. I mean, my DMs are filled with horror stories of how poorly reconditioned Carvana and CarMax cars are. And there's like titling issues. So I do think their standards are so low. They're so low. Um, So I think like that's exciting. I also wonder if like if it's a newer enough used car, if Car Bravo would be able to certify the vehicle Mm -hmm. through GM. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Either way, just just something to stay on top of. Like I need to I'm probably going to take the call with them because I just want to hear more about the platform. And like you said, like what's in it for the consumer? Yeah. And what's also in it for the dealership? Yeah. And all and And all the things and all the things. So we'll have to give everyone an update once that call happens. Okay. next, let's move on to a mom news story. Um, So this is fascinating to me. Did you know, you know, Procter and Gamble? Yeah. Have you ever heard of them? Okay. Uh Did you know that they own Gain? Tide and Downy. That was like the big three. That's like the big three of detergent. No, like literally, like all the laundry things you need are found within those three companies. I couldn't name another one. Um, Deft, but I'm not sure that... What? That's like a baby soap, but I'm not sure that Procter & Gamble doesn't own them. So anyway, this came about because I bought a scent booster and it was a Downy scent booster, but it was Tide scented. And I'm like, oh, Oh. collab. Collab, yeah. No, they're all the same company. So that begs the question, Why? If you're all owned by the same company, why? Yeah. Do you have three companies of which then you market? You spend millions a year in marketing dollars to get people to buy yours over somebody else. I smell money laundering. Is that a thing? Or something like, why wouldn't you just, why wouldn't you just um, have them all? I, well, I wonder, because, you know, like, I wonder if because if you had one, then it kind of looks like a monopoly and like those are like relatively frowned upon. And so if you're going to, if there has to be competition in the market, because think about it, if it was only Tide, then Tide would have the entire laundry section, except for like the few that are like trying to break into the market or the ones we're not thinking of. And then it would just feel like there's no competition and no options like that. You need options. That's what America is like. We have options for everything and i also think they all kind of like give a different vibe like i feel like tide no tide is like blue that feels like chemical-y to me but like works well and then downy isn't downy like i feel like it feels more clean because it's usually like clear and like gain is like green so i feel like i'm thinking i'm like an eco girl and like they probably all the exact same um chemicals in them but like the marketing and the color of them just make me feel different things that's so interesting i thought that was crazy that like they're all the same company they all market against each other and it is just so it's like yeah you're right they do it strictly because americans need choices yeah and it's just like and if you're the biggest three options you're gonna make the money regardless so why hmm do they really market against each other, though? Well, I don't know about that, but, like, there's a lot of Tide commercials where yeah. it's, like, and there's Downey commercials and there's Gain commercials. Yeah, but so, like, G- Downey's not, like, look at how much better this is than Tide. No, 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 no. you're right. No, 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 definitely not. But, like, you could argue, like, if you just all combined and it was called, like, all just Tide, then you wouldn't have to spend the Downey and Gain dollars and you could just be marketing Tide. Maybe. I, I just think it's interesting. It is interesting. I don't know. Just just something to chat about. Aren't they different price points too? I think Tide's the most expensive. I don't know. I honestly, I buy Costco brand laundry detergent. Okay. So I'm not like, the. and if you have a Costco membership, the Costco Kirkland free and clear lavender scent smacks. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Good to know. Okay. Are you ready for another industry news of the automotive sense? Yes. Okay. This is so interesting, I think. So this is new vehicle inventory by brand. Which brands have the least amount of new vehicle inventory compared to April 2020? So it's comparing April 2020 to April 2022, a two-year difference. There are five brands that are all down an insane, insane amount. So does does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to guess one? New Um, vehicle inventory by brand. There's five. Ford. No. Oh, I thought they were having issues. I also don't think you're going to guess them. Okay. Okay. Jaguar is down 90%. Wow. 
90%. That's insane. Land Rover is down 88%. Fiat is worth down 83%. Okay, Fiat. You're on your way out, babe. Mini is down 83%. And then this is a crazy one. This this, This is one of the big players. Do you want to guess one of the big players? Toyota. Honda. Honda. Honda is down 83% in their new vehicle inventory. So if you're like, dang, I really can't find an Odyssey. Well, that's because they're down 83%. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. It's, it is interesting that they're all, well, that they're all kind of, those all kind of like fall into a similar category for me, like mini, Fiat, like that's the same in my mind. Um, yeah, I mean, they're a little, they're definitely like more niche, which it'll be yeah. interesting to see like how these ones come out of this pandemic. Um, but you know what's what's I mean a lot of these ones have bigger names over them so like BMW owns Mini yeah so like BMW is not going anywhere so they'll hopefully get they're, Mini yeah but I I I but they're clearly the, prioritizing well the first four didn't really stress me out but then to see that Honda was down eighty three percent on new vehicle inventory that's insane do you want me to get down a little bit more specific and break it down by model for Honda. No, like, so new vehicle inventory models versus oh, April sure. 2020 sure, versus sure, April sure. 2022. Nissan Versa down 97%. Crazy. I'll, I'll just do the, the the mom, like the ones that I think people will care about. Subaru Forester down 97.1%. And I freaking love, we love the Forester. Mm-hmm. I'm a Forester stand right now. Um, Honda Odyssey down 93%. Not good news for the Odyssey. Honda CRV down 90%. Chevy Suburban. 90%. There's wow. 90% less Chevy Suburbans than there was in April 2020. That's insane. It's insanity, Elizabeth. Oh, gosh. I do not like these uncertain times. I know. So just crazy. Okay. And then our last little mom news I want to bring. It's not really a news, more of just like a mom hack. Okay. I feel like this mom news segment can just be like hacks or things or just like things we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I've shared this on my Instagram story plenty of times and it always gets a great response. So I want to share it on the podcast as well. You know, I love monogram clothes for my kids. So true, bestie. But they're expensive. So true, bestie. <laughs> So I found somehow when I went when George was a baby, I found a George monogram resale group. Oh, so I just I went to Facebook groups or Facebook and I searched George monogram resale. And it's just a Facebook group of people selling George clothes. That's crazy that that's a thing. So then when I was pregnant with Hattie and I knew her name was going to be Hattie, I found a Hattie monogram Facebook group. So I have gotten, I don't do as well on George's. I just don't think it's as big, but I have gotten Hattie several things. I actually just ordered two more things for like $13 and $12 monogram dresses that say Hattie. Oh my gosh. Like it's such a no brainer. Such a custom hat. What's great is then you can sell them for, I'm not exaggerating guys, literally what you buy them for. Yeah. Because you only wear them once. You wear them one time. Um, And before... Um, you get sad and you're like, oh, there's going to be no, you know, group for my daughter as Merelda. Well, I'd like to tell you that you can also just search by the initial. Where'd you come up with the name Esmeralda? <laughs> I don't know. Esmeralda. It's just like every time I share that, someone's like, oh, dang, can't believe there's not an Esmeralda group. And it's like, you can't? <laughs> Esmeralda. <laughs> I can believe it. But you can just also search by initial. So uh-huh. like I'm also in an H monogram resale group. So it's just things that say H on them. Which is just as custom as a Hattie. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. So that is my freaking hack. Go on Facebook groups, search your child's name and see if there's a monogram resale group and buy stuff or sell your stuff. Little side hustle. I'm telling you, yeah. you will make you will you can sell it for literally what you paid for it. Promise. So how do they ship them or do you just work that out PayPal. with the person? Oh, OK, so like and this is good to know because I feel like for a while I was like missing out on the things. So I didn't know how to claim something. Here's how they are pretty much work on all the groups I'm in is someone will post an item. So they'll be like. 2T VGUC, which means very good use condition. Oh, VGUC. Wow. Or if they say like uh like I don't know. That's just what they that's just what they say. Okay. Um then you just comment and say mine and then you give your email, your PayPal email, and then they invoice you on PayPal and then they ship them out. Awesome. Super easy to do. Yeah. And then they send me a PayPal thing, they send it over. Easy peasy. Bada bing bada boom. Truly. And then finally, my last little half thing is, did you hear that Elon Musk 
has acquired Twitter. Indeed, indeed I have. Crazy. Crazy, can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, I'm just interested. I went ahead and claimed the car mom handle on Twitter last Which night. Which is good. I'm not, the, I'm not sure we'll ever get on it. But. No, I think it's just as toxic as TikTok. So I'm not really interested in being a Twitter girly. Also, like, I just like don't have time to be like running another social media platform. No, definitely not. And especially like now that I had a call with someone last night who's like really big on LinkedIn. She's like, you guys need to be posting on LinkedIn if you oh want to like really gosh. grow in the auto space. I'm like, Ugh. oh, my gosh. Another platform. So anyway, and it's interesting. Like we can kind of following this story. Um, we'll continue to keep you up to date on what we find out. Except it's so funny because our podcast happens a week after we record it. And like Elon Musk moves like lightning speed. No, so literally like Elon, slow down. These yeah. once a week podcasters can't keep up. We really can't. So um we will keep you updated with I mean next week he could have shut Twitter down like by the time <laughs> this comes out. We have no idea. <laughs> Twitter's headquarters could literally be on the moon next week. I mean stay tuned. Stay if, tuned. Hey, if that happens we'll do a bonus pod and we'll try to get hey, out a little quicker. There you go. There you go. All right well that's do you have anything else to say? That's all I had. That's all I've got. Okay well thank you guys so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast. Uh, oh and we forgot to say we are not on YouTube right now. We oh. the cart has been put before the horse and we need to get reorganized. We only have one camera which makes it hard because like I need it for filming and then we have memory cards all over the place and then it's dead and then we need to charge it and then and then I have to like edit an hour long footage and we just don't the audio is not set up so we're getting there we're trying we will get there because we have now invested in this furniture and a sign so we will get back to it we just need a minute thank you for listening to this audio only version of the podcast Mm -hmm. oh and also next week we will be recapping our book oh yeah so the book is how to stop time it's okay well, I think say, it's hey, an babe, interesting. Hey, baby, save it for the recap. Well, can I say one thing? Sure. I think it's an interesting discussion that we're going to have because I think the concept of the book is fascinating. I agree. So, like, if you don't want to read it, I do feel as though we will do a good job summarizing it and having the discussions without having to read the book. I would agree. So, just something to know. If you want to read it, read it. And it's not that it's bad. It's just, it's no. It ends with us. We'll get there. Truly. Thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.